1240 WATN presents Live at 5 with Glenn Curry. Sponsored by Herringer's Contracting, the roof people who call you back. This is Live at 5 with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this, and bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. Well, I'm kidding. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for Undeserving. Dog! What's up, dog? It's my, I'm fine. I'm turning into a 20th century, 21st century millennial. Yo, bro! What's up, dog? <laughs> Friggin' microphone still doesn't. Oh my god. Jeez, why can't we fix this? I always walk out of here. Oh, I gotta fix that. I never do. It's drooping down like my drawers. It's just terrible. I can't keep it up here. Oh, sorry. It's a. I gotta hold it up the whole time. I I I, I just a uh, lot, lot of things to talk about. Actually, really nothing to talk about. But uh, I'll make it up as we go along. But I just I just looked at a uh, at a headline here that's at the top of uh, News Junkie. Governor Hochul says 150 National Guard's troops will help Venezuelan migrants get their work permits. And when I first started reading that, I'm thinking, oh, well, here we have the you know they've been calling for the National Guard. I'm figuring, oh, this, geez, this is serious. You know, Midtown Manhattan, it's overrun. Geez, tens of thousands every month. More people coming over the border. People are upset. Close the border. Close the border. And then I read this. I'm like, oh, that's promising. And then, no, no, no. Then they're, they're not going to solve the problem. They're going to give them jobs. I hear apparently there's other, art, there's other headlines saying that uh, there's, there's migrants making as much as $3,000 a month. And they're also Uber drivers, meaning, obviously, they're, they're driving already. Oh, boy. Let's see who's on the phone. Hi, you're on the air. Uh, Glenn, I want to thank Cliff only for driving out the city manager. Yeah, that was my next thing. the yeah. city attorney. Right. You know, this in-your-face right. attitude on the city council. we got to put a stop to it. This I- is not big. This is small-town USA. M- Mayor Smith's trying Seriously, to do it. Glenn, this is not a big city. Right. 25,000 people, maybe a few more. Well, this kind of nonsense. Right. The city manager's fed up with it, and I don't blame him. No, of course. He was going to quit last year. Yeah, and we brought him back, and uh, he had issues with Mr. Only earlier, apparently. Well, that's why he was going to quit last year, yeah. Yeah. Right. But, uh, boy, replacing a city manager is not an easy job. Yeah. You know uh, what I mean? We've had issues with city managers in the past, but. Right. I right. got a couple names, but I'm not going to. 
The, oh, what, what names do you have? Well, I'm not going to say them now. No, no, you got to tell us now. No. <laughs> Come on, you can't do that. Who are you, Dave Luke? No. You got to tell us. You got to tell it's, us. This is very sad news, I think, for Watertown. Mr. Mix was a nice guy. Uh, what do you think, Jeff Graham should be city manager? Well, that was one of my names. You called me on that. Whether he'd take it, I don't know. Seven five five. Um, yeah. He's smart. He knows. I think he could do the job. Yeah. Isn't there like engineering involved with it though? You got to know everything per square inch and you know stuff like that. Or well, Mayor Graham got to be like less Shockley. No, it's kidding. Very smart. He knows. He's forgot more government than most people know. Yes, he does. You know what I mean? Yes. But the in-your-face kind of stuff that goes on here is just yeah. It's a little bit out of control. So who is the other one other than Jeff? Who else got a got a spit? Oh, former mayor Butler. Uh, oh, yeah, jo- uh, Joe Butler. Joe oh, wait, wait, wait. Sen- I thought sen- he did a good job as a mayor. Whether he take the job, I don't know. Senior or junior? Junior. Oh, junior, of course. Okay. I liked, uh, yeah. he wasn't afraid of the fire. No, know. good guy. He's unusual in this city. Yeah, no, and, and Joe's a good guy. He's, he's a no-nonsense guy. Very smart guy. I yeah. liked him when he ran. I made a call to him, and he actually returned my phone call. Yeah, he, yeah, he so would I'm just a small peon taxpayer. I'm nah, 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 nah. But nah. he called me back when I had a, something to say to him. So, right, right. You know? He, uh, anybody else on that list, like Roxanne Burns or something? Uh, Danny you know, Francis is my third choice. Dern, Danny, Danny Francis. Danny, a smart guy. Yeah. Knows the city. Right. Lived here for years. Right. Uh, did did I, he do it? I don't know. Did I hear right during the hotline show today, was there a, 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 a I guess you could say, some type of dispute between Councilman Cliff Only and future Councilperson Ben Schoen? Did I hear that right? Yeah, there was something happened at the meeting. The other, I don't know. I'm not familiar with it. <laughs> Jeff brought so it up. Like, oh, again, you know, Cliff's going to be there for two more years, everybody. Right, right. Can you imagine if Sarah wins the mayorship? Well, well are we, we going to go through this nonsense again if she wins? I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, well, let's let's look at the, the tail of the tape. We got we got uh, you know uh, Cliff only. He was about 63, 64 years old, smoker, and then we got Aaron uh, Aaron Rogers, uh, Ben Showen, who uh, who the ladies love apparently. When God bless. Them. And Mr. Uh, I like TJ that's running, but nobody's talking about him for some reason. TJ Babcock, yeah, I, be, Timothy uh, Babcock. He's a good guy. Yeah, he's yeah, very just, good guy. Yeah. I wouldn't. Uh, yeah. I voted for him. Uh, well, Jeff Jeff Graham is talking board. about uh, what's his face there. Uh, what's his name? Um, yeah, the the Italian guy who called uh, Mayor Smith a dictator. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Mr. Spaziani. I love the way Jeff says, well, he's got a lot of signs out there. 755. I was like, what, what does that matter? He's got a lot well, of I signs. more signs for Sarah than anybody. Oh, my God. And you know what? Jeff brings up a good point today. Yeah. He brings up a good point. What should we call Sarah? Con- th- th- her name, Sarah, is not on her sign. It's Campo Pierce, mayor. That's correct. Uh, yeah. What's her? Campo Pierce is your name? Sounds yeah. like you just crossed the border. <laughs> hey, Campo. Yeah. Well, I hope she's not intimidated. If she, I think she's going to win, but I don't th- hope she's not intimidated by uh, Mr. Only. Well, she she's works with him now. She knows what to expect. You know, you know that, Glenn. You know the guy a lot, hell of a lot longer than Yeah, I, 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 but, you know, I, hey, I asked Cliff Only when he was here, what, last week? I said, you, you know, how are you going to, you know, I, I set up the uh, the table just like where it was, the way it was. We're describing it now. How are you going to react to the new council? And based on this scenario, if of course the two the lead runners in the the primary, you know, we know who they are, Doctor Kimball and and Ben Schoen. Well, we haven't heard from Mr. Kimball and God. Yeah. Well, again, he might be making mistake by by not making any public statements. Quite frankly, I, I don't the see. The blind his, guy could be right. This the guy, blind guy is right. 
this guy's a liberal. What I heard of his opinions on certain issues, I'm not sure. Don't know much about him. He's got to be a smart guy. My God. Well, he's a doctor. Time surgeon. So so is uh, so is uh, 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 Burns from uh, Mass. Nah, just kidding. Uh, yeah, I think he's he's the he's the forerunner. He's got a lot of people that voted for him in the primary. I think he's got a lot of support. But you know what? You can't you can't rely on that. Just like Ob did, like 15 years ago, he won big in the primary, and he didn't show up in the general election. Yeah, that was strange, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was, and it was a small sample. It always is. The only problem is mayor mayor might figure his health problems. He might not be able to do the job. I don't know. Who, uh, Jeff? Yeah. Jeff is looking more spry than he did is like he? three years before. He almost dropped dead. He's looking very good. He's got I'll good color. One thing, he's not afraid to speak his mind on the hotline. That was not the way it was. No, he's changed. There's no he doubt. Ask a question years ago, he wouldn't uh, right. let you go on about something. Right. He interrupts you know. people a lot too now. God bless well, him. I'm gonna let someone else. No, nah, you're good. But thank you, my friend. You bet. Thank you. Well, there you have it. There's a good boy. I think we just solved every all of Watertown's problems right there. We haven't even talked about the dispute between uh, Mayor Smith and uh, uh, developer and uh, savior of downtown. That, of course, is Mr. Jake Johnson. We forgot to talk about that the other day. I apologize. If you want to talk about that, by all means. You know, the, the, the news cycle changes so quickly, and it changes so quickly right here in the, town, in the city of Watertown. It changes every day. Thanks to who? You guessed it. Cliff Olney. Higher on the air. Hey, Mayor. Mayor. Hey, uh... The- <laughs> When you're talking about the mayor, yeah. you really think he's changed because of the whole situation? Now he's just going to live life to the fullest and he's going to have no filter because he never needs to? Or do you just uh, Well, think- they say that about people that have near-death experiences. They change their perspective on their outlook on things. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. that's what it is? Or do you think it might be age creeping up? Well, it's a combination like, of things, I'm but a- he's, more ze- he's got more zest now than he has in a while. I, I think so. I really do. And you know, I think... The last last caller that you had, your regular caller, I think you used to call him the movie guy. Yeah, I'd like to I'd like to be able to delve into a little bit more about him, and I don't mean personal things, not like his name or where he lives or anything like that. We, yeah, we have, you know, we know pretty much that much about him that we need to know. Right. But I'd just like to know. He, he talked about before, like working in retail. I'd like to know what he did. Whatever. He's an interesting guy. Yeah, he is. He's he's the the prime example of. The world isn't going to change until old white guys just die off, and then the world will change. And you and I are a product of that, too. This doesn't mean to be an insult. Right, it is an insult, but that's okay. I mean, I take it. How else can I take that? I mean, but then, I'm, then I'm insulting my, myself. You are. Well, it's a similarity I think we all have right now. His is a little more, I think, just of the age difference, maybe, but it's more. It's a little more towards, say, the Archie Bunker side of it, unintentionally, but right. I believe that's the way it is than you or I are, and I think I'm a little bit less of it than you are. You're pretty, pretty far right still. What? Oh, far but right. Just, yes, I yes. Just, thank you. Far thank right. You. I, I'd like yeah. to, you know, I'd like to just hear a little bit about him. It's, it's like he's an interesting guy when he calls in and just... He sounds like a guy that's not going to divulge that much, although I did get uh, uh, the three names out of him, that uh, possible city managers. What about Tim, the blind guy? He could be a city manager. What do you think about that? No, now you're now you're now you're just going off track. No, I'm not. I'm saying Tim. What are you talking about? Tim has the best analysis of what could be the same city council uh, configuration that we have now. What are you talking about? Tim is insight. He's got more sight than people with sight. He's like uh, he's like uh, Stevie Wonder. He's better as as a piano player as a blind guy. It's the same thing. Give him the manager job. Just he can't drive to work. Have you, That's ever, all. have you ever have you ever seen those conspiracies that Stevie Wonder isn't blind? I, I heard that, yes, yes. 
I've seen it before. I've seen things where they people are like sworn to secrecy, but they know. And you know, he's got some blindness, but he's not totally blind. But he always kind of just played it off. Right. I don't know if that's true. It's awful the same. Right. It's sad that uh, Ray Charles Ray Charles did wasn't born uh, blind, but he got it later on in life, like when he was eight years old. When I saw that movie with Jamie Foxx, it was very sad, and, and how his brother died when he fell into that uh, barrel of water, and he and he just froze and didn't do anything. The way they depicted that, just uh, boy, you know, poverty. Yeah, God, I never it sucks. That. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you're not missing anything. Because Jamie Foxx is such a liberal, anyway, but I, and he almost died himself. He almost died of the same thing that Jeff uh, and, for that matter, Madonna died of, uh, it was, you know, suspiciously. Uh, so anyway, uh, yes, it, yeah. One, one more, one more little thing, and I'll let you go. On this whole clip-only thing, yeah. I don't think there's any way, no matter what goes on, no matter what's filed, that there's going to be any type of a, a removal of him. Only no, I, I agree. Done right. Is if is if he gets voted out. Right. And honestly, if, if he, uh, you know, keeps going the way that he's going, if the majority of the voters aren't people that are owning real estate that are worried about the taxes, then he'll be reelected. Uh, interesting guy to listen to. Are you talking about Cliff only being reelected? Did you did you just say that? I'm sorry, I, I was not paying attention. Yeah, no, I think he I think he would get reelected if the majority of the voters. Hmm. Don't own real estate. Oh, okay. I, well, hey, that's how our, our time limits up. I'm how do you think he go. got there to I'm begin with? Bye, bye, no. Uh, that's exactly how he got there to begin with. Wait a minute. Something just came across. My, I, I was distracted. That's why. Sorry about that. But something just came across. I just want to make sure I know what I'm talking about here. Oh no, 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 no. She didn't. I made a comment earlier about Madonna having the same issue uh, that uh, that Jeff Graham did. And yes, she almost died, but she's uh, she's okay. Sorry, so I was distracted. Higher in the air. Madonna died. No, no, no. Wait, is that you texting me or somebody else? No, I didn't okay. Text you. Someone's I texting heard you me. Yeah, but no. Well, I've got a system now, so I can listen to the radio while I'm calling. Right, so, right. Yeah, unlike you know that other station used to have it where you could listen. Like anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, you, I noticed uh, I noticed something interesting today when I was driving or walking down Washington Street because I took a walk. Listen to that buzz. Yeah. Yeah, it's not on my end glass. I know, I know, but it's a bu- even Donnie just texted me. I know, me. but turn it down like you told Graham to do the other day, and it worked. No, no. If I if I do that, I turn you off. It's, got, it's like this. That's the that's where the buzz is coming from. It's coming from the well, phone line. That's where it's anyway, coming from. Yeah, it's not the transmitter. Go ahead. So I was walking downtown. I noticed they're redoing Cliff's house. They put a new, they're putting a new roof on. They painted the sides. So yeah. They're, they're fixing that place up finally. Oh, nice. Well, good. The place he runs there. Yeah. No, it's going to look good when it's done. Well, maybe, maybe he got, maybe he got something under the table. No, it's good. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Her. Just kidding. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, boy. Anyway, uh, yeah. One other thing I want to beat you up on. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, I'm, I'm watching, I was watching something on TV all of a sudden, and I'm looking at Facebook at the same time. Yeah. And Glenn Curry posts, Syracuse is terrible. I don't know how they can't handle Army because they Jesus, yeah. just handled Purdue. Right. So I'm thinking they're way behind. They're losing, yeah. and I'm trying to find Ten them three. on TV. And right. I couldn't, I couldn't find them, couldn't find them. ESPN. And I finally get the college scores. Right. Like, what the hell is he talking about? Right. Syracuse beat Army. Yeah. Right. Can, I, can I explain, if I could? All right. First of all, well, I, no, I was 
I was watching the game, and I first of all, they went on the road, and I don't know how good Purdue was. They were 2-0 when they beat Purdue at home. You beat anyone at home early on in the season in September, that's an accomplishment, especially when it's a Purdue type of you know, school, 80,000 yeah, fans. Cool. And, and Schrader looks, looked like, he, he looked like uh, Beth, Ben Roethlisberger. He was running like, like a maniac. And then, and I and I know exactly what what's his face, uh, uh, Bo Diddley there, whatever his name is, the 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 coach, I forget his name of uh, Syracuse. I know what he did because he brought, you know, here it is, Army comes to town, they haven't played Syracuse in like forever, and they come in and they okay, they're gonna play him, they, they're not gonna take him seriously. Army's gonna come out all piss and vinegar, and they're gonna start. And then all of a sudden, I realized, that, wait a minute, they're being manhandled by a, a lesser team at home, and the reason being is because Schrader wasn't the offense. He is their only offense. He's the only guy they have. They have a couple of decent receivers. They have a good defense, but that is it. They have a running back, eh, but they couldn't move the ball. And I saw what they were doing, and I said, "Don't you can't go three and zero and then come back to the dome." By the way, the dome was barely seventy percent up to capacity. What happened to SU fans? What's going on there? This is their best football team they put on the field in probably 20 years at least. And, and, and so I thought at that point they were, they were down 10-7 at the half at home against Army, and they came back and won the game. But the only reason why they won in the second half is because they realized they don't have a running game and Schrader is their only offense. It's as simple as that. That guy goes out like Aaron Rodgers, and then you're stuck with Wilson and you got a crappy team. It's as simple as that. Schrader is the whole team. He's the whole team. You know why I don't go to the Syracuse games, and I used to go way back. Yeah. Uh, even before they built the dome. Yeah. Because it's dangerous to go to a Syracuse football game. Why? What are you talking about? <laughs> the neighborhood it's in. For God's oh, God. sake, they're shooting people on eighty-one. <laughs> uh, come on, Glenn, you're, you're, you know, and then you get. Don't right. don't you go to a Yankee game? I can tell you that much. Well, there you go. I, I wouldn't go to New York City if you gave me a million dollars to go to New York City. Well, they're giving people money now. They, uh, they have the uh, uh, the National Guard. The homeless, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That, no, yeah, not the homeless, not the homeless. The, the immigrants, yeah. Como se pasa? My people came in the front door. Yeah, you're right. And they always say that. You are got to come in legally. No one comes in legally. Put to work on the Erie Canal. Right, right, right. Back in back in the day when we had six people here. Look, I know I know what they're trying to say. We're a sanctuary country. People's dreams are here, but we got to start thinking about occupying the land where these bastards are coming from. Let's go down to El, El Salvador and let, let's just buy property. It must be like pennies on the dollar. I mean, you might get shot in the first thirty days, but at least you'll have property on the oceanfront. Let's look at their life. What are they? What are they abandoning? They got to be abandoning something. We might as well go down there and buy it because they're not. No one's living down in Central America. No one's living in Venezuela anymore. I mean, something's got to give here. It's the Democratic Party sold out to big corporations. They need employees, just like every. No, they need votes. They need the top of Texas. But they're bringing them all in, rather than, you know, they they. The minute Biden got into office, he, he put out the word, you're welcome here. Right, right. And I don't care what SG well, for, calls in and says what he's Biden's said, not running it. We know things. he's full of it. We all know better. All right. Well, let, me, let me interrupt. Let me interrupt. Let me interrupt. Yeah. Because the big news today, this is what I wanted to get to. The big news, and, and, and now all, all the SGs, and for that matter, Danny Francis, uh, Democrats are, are running a, a foul right now. Here's what's happening. ABC comes out with a poll where uh, the president is down, that's President Biden, by as much as 10. Another poll came out as much as 20 points. And, and the demographics are skewing towards, uh, in favor, I should say, for Donald Trump. 
in the 25 to 35 year old category, specifically in the in the uh, areas of uh, people of color, uh, uh, blacks and Latinas. And and now all of a sudden, whoa, wait a minute, this is ABC. This isn't Quinnipiac. This isn't some you know uh, roundabout type of. Uh, 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 me- measured uh, uh, means of, of, of determining w- w- this, that, or the other thing. This is ABC, and this is one of them. And uh, if this isn't a wake-up call, now, again, just because I say this a million times, just because Joe Biden has low ra- ratings doesn't mean they won't vote for him. But you know what? He's screwing up the young generation so much because they're broke. They don't like spending 5 $6 gas. Most of them don't have cars anyway. They can't see that American dream, and they don't like this migrant crisis in their cities. So you know what, Duffman? I've been known to make mistakes before. You know this. I said Donald Trump could never have won in 2016. All of a sudden, things are changing. Uh, and, uh, you know, so I, I'm, I, I'm very hopeful after this past weekend. That's why I have a little bit more of a step, a little uh, jump in my step. What, how do I put that? Bounce in my step today. A spring in your step. Exactly. Thank you. Because I see these things. I watch I, on my phone today. I watch The View, and I could see the women. The Yentas all, all upset. Like, oh, what are we going to do about this? And you know darn well if Donald Trump becomes president, your life and my life will be miserable. It'll be miserable either way. If the, if he loses, they're going to double down and say, "You see, we well, told you so. Now you guys got to go. There's no compromise here. We're not going to convert you. You guys either go to another country or you just take your last breath and be done with you." Or Donald Trump wins and our life becomes even more miserable because they'll make it that way, just like they did in the summer of 2020. So anyway, it's a lose-lose, unfortunately. But it's promising to know that people do see that Biden is the problem. The Democrats are the problem. And I actually enjoy seeing that, Duff, man, for what it's worth. Sorry. I got you, buddy. Yeah. All, right. All right, I'll let you take All right. another call. Thanks. That's All the right. Duff, man. This is the Live Five Show. i got to do a break. And, yes, that buzz has to go. Normally we get that on rainy days. Rainy days and rainy nights. <clears throat> i got to do this break, and we'll be back. The best team. That wins time after time. So if you solo Subaru on Outer Washington Street or if you solo Subaru.com. All right, so here's the headlines on News Junkie as we speak. It's 531, by the way. <clears throat> uh, Donald Trump apparently went uh, gun shopping with Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's a representative from the great state of Georgia. Former president poses with a $829 9mm Glock with his face on the grip in Armory Tour. Oh boy, that will go well with the Yentas. Uh, Aaron Boone knows his future with the Yankees is out of his hands. Good. Well, it doesn't really matter. They got to change a lot of things there. And the big story we haven't gotten to, we will. We got a phone call here. Defiant Senator Bob Menendez refuses to resign over an Egypt bribery scandal. Claims he'll be vindicated. Well, I don't know. Last week I probably said, no, no way. Teflon uh, Democrats, they they can do no wrong. They, They can get away with murder. Well, I'm thinking this, first of all, six years ago, uh, Menendez uh, was, I guess, acquitted to some degree, never went to trial, but uh, this is not the first time. And he, they, you know, they, they found, they went into his house. You know what I find surprising about the Menendez story? And when they're not talking about the sons who killed their parents, Bob Menendez is a uh, long-term senator, no, long-time senator from New Jersey, and he's Latino. And by the way, I looked up, they, uh, the state of Jersey has uh, 11 uh, people in Congress. So I said, you know, this is going to be, oh, we got to get a, uh, a woman, a black woman uh, to replace him. Uh, what about a brother? Can we bring in, uh, you know, a black man to replace him? No, 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 we can't do that. Jeez, that's racist. So I looked it up. I went on Google and I looked up all 11 representatives from Jersey. 
And uh, wouldn't you know it, not one of them, other, except with one, one exception. One guy looks like a professor. He, he looks like Eddie Murphy's character from, uh, from Dr. What was it? Uh, the, 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 the nutty professor. That's what he had a bow tie and everything and that stupid smile on his face. I said, there he is. There's the replacement right there. If he was female, it would be it would be her, but it's not. They don't have him. For some reason or other, Jersey must be racist. So that's your guy. I forget his name. But uh, he had caught with thousands, tens of thousands of dollars in his house. As if, like, you know, uh, Silvio dropped off an envelope for him or something from The Sopranos. The, the money, there's a picture of money. There's a jacket with his name on it. It says Menendez. So he couldn't claim, oh, that's not my jacket. It says Menendez on it. With money popping out of it. What what surprises me is that this guy has actually got investigated. They investigate Democrats. They really do. So you, if that's the case, then he was so flagrant about it that they had to. And 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 then ultimately they go into his house and they find over $400,000 in cash that's lying around the house. In small bills. Oh, I wish it was someone else's wedding. Go to the phones. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, Glenn. Yes. You're... You're saying that if President Trump wins again, yeah. life will be, they're going to make our life miserable. Y- yes. But if you want things to change from where they are today, I do. You better hope to God that she's reelected. That he's. Because that, he has the power of right. the pen, just like Biden. Everything will come back. The oil lines will open up, mm-hmm. the wall will be going back up. Right. The all the prices and stuff will go down. Right. I don't care what they try to do to make her miserable. The power of the pen will bring back our prosperity from three years ago, and we will be energy energy efficient, and we won't have to buy anything. They can make me try to make me feel miserable all they want. I want him back, and I want him with the power of the pen and to bring everything back that they destroyed instantly. Yeah. On the first day, mm-hmm. all in workers, 150,000 workers the first day were canceled. Keystone. We need all that back uh, we now. Do. We do. You better hope he's elected. I, I don't care what they say or what they do. Because uh, look, can you imagine another four years of what's happening to us right now? Right, right. Glenn, I, stuff is up over 40%. I know. I know. I used to spend thirty dollars at the grocery store. Now I'm spending eighty or ninety. I agree. Hamburg, eight nine dollars a pound. Yeah. I mean, you can't. The, the price of every. I mean, everything. Right. Has gone up anywhere from thirty to forty percent. I'm with for you for no reason. Mm-hmm. Other than the Biden and the Democratic Lib Party, and I don't know how our local Democrats see what's going on and what has gone on, and still back that guy Right. Well, in, they, in the Democratic Party. Sure. I mean, they're not real Democrats. When I was growing up and I was working, the real Democrats, they would say if they didn't like what was happening. Sure. Now they will not. Oh, well, wait, wait, let me, let me interrupt, let me interrupt, because remember, Congresswoman, uh, uh, she was a Congresswoman before she became a senator, when Patterson made her senator, uh, Gillibrand. She spoke highly about her family and her guns and going hunting, but the moment everything started to shift, when, when Trump became president, the old traditional Democrats, and believe it or not, Gillibrand was, she turned the page and she became part of the new Democratic mob mentality. 
So all I and by the way, I'm with you, my friend. I say that, but at the same time, you got to bear in mind one thing. And I'm not saying COVID's going to come back. Something's going to come back. They're going to make our lives miserable because I fear that if President Trump becomes pre- uh, president again, I pray for that, by the way, my friend, I do. But I also pray for his safety. And I, and I truly believe this when I say this, that what you saw in Memphis, or na- check that, Nashville, Tennessee, that particular person from that community, and i got to walk a fine line here, would be that per- a person from that community would clearly find, find many reasons to do harm to the president. And I, and I mean that. It's something people have not discussed uh, Tucker Carlson brought it up with Joe Rogan and a couple of other people during podcasts, but people don't have the courage to actually ask that question. He will be in danger more so than any other president, and yes, that includes an open uh, uh, limousine in Dallas in 1963. He will be a marked man and will come from that community because the moment you take away their president— and they go backwards, they're going to make our lives miserable. That's why I say that. I know we need him back. And by the way, another thing that I'll double down on what you said, if the Democrats do win because of harvesting and all this other stuff that we saw in 2020, if they do win, they're going to make it much more difficult for us to ever get it back again. By that point, they'll bring in more migrants. Texas might turn blue, and we'll never see another Republican president. So there's a lot of things on the line here, more so than ever. We said that in 16. We said it again in 2020. But in 2024, this is the most crucial turning point in our country's history. That's for sure. This country is being evaded by 20 million people. Mm-hmm. This is the evasion, invasion that the communists have always wanted of this country. They haven't fired a bomb. No, they don't need they to. They haven't done anything. Right. And it's being taken over. Our streets are being taken over by illegals mm-hmm. from, what, 60 countries or more around the world yeah. are slipping into this sure. country. Right. Now I heard they're working on the northern borders. Yeah. They're slipping across from Canada. Mm-hmm. That's going to be another one. Yeah. But this is the invasion. It's easy, too. That they've always wanted. Mm-hmm. And it's happening right. without losing a man. No, right. We are going to be so overrun mm-hmm. that this country, I'm telling you, Glenn, it's going to collapse. So let, let me ask you, let me challenge you. Uh, tr- Trump wins in November of 2024. What do things look like in 2025, as far as you know, conservatives are concerned? What does it look like for us, in your opinion? Well, if, if, if they stay in power... No, um, no, no, no. If Trump becomes know, president. Know, if Trump becomes president. Go ahead, Gunn. No, no. I'm saying if Trump does win, yes, it's a victory for Republicans. It is, quite frankly, a victory for Americans. But they're going to come back at us with, with something. It's not going to be let a them. walk in the you park. Yeah. Let them. <laughs> Okay. Let them. Yeah. We'll stand up to them. But the, like I said, not to repeat, but the power of the pen that first day, right. Glenn, mm-hmm. will change this country back the way it was. Gas will go down Everything to 2.15 again. Okay, again. I agree. Yeah, and the Keystone pro- uh, Pipeline Project, all those things will come back. And then you know, all the Nora O'Donnells is like, oh, geez, we're going we're gonna to walk away from the Paris Accord. We're all going to burn to death. My 12-year-old says, in 10 years, we're going to burn, we're going to die. How does that make you feel? It makes me feel angry. That's the congresswoman from, uh, from California. Her last name is Porter. She's as dumb as a box of rocks like that stupid uh, governor of New Mexico. I have the power. I could take your guns away now. Bimbos. A bunch of bimbos.
And on top of that, you got what's his face there? The guy looks like from the Poseidon Adventure. I'm forgetting his name. I'm losing my mind. But I think about this, and it, 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 it's like a roller coaster. And it all depends on what you're watching. But I just say this. If Donald Trump, God, just please give us, give us something back again. My big reasoning for saying this is because there's so many so-called conservative people that would just assume vote against Donald Trump and still call themselves a conservative because they were embarrassed by him. And a lot of them went really over the top, some of which I'm, I'm actually uh, uh, you know, related to. It's like, you see? You see how he is? See how he reacted? He lost it. He's a, fa- he's a, he's a sore loser. That's the president you praised? And then, you know, two and a half, three years later, we see all the evidence, all this stuff coming up. And I know Danny's going to call in and say this. There was this trial and then 16 other, uh, you know, uh, uh, results concluded that nothing happened in Michigan. Nothing happened in Georgia. It's a bunch of malarkey. It's clear that they've changed the rules at the 11th hour prior to 2020. And they're changing the rules now. Pennsylvania just last week said, as long as you just renew your license, you're registered. It's like, you know what that means? That's, a, that's, that's one click that just automatically gets a fa- tens of thousands of mail-in ballots out there. Just, just by default. Oh, you're, you, you have a Pennsylvania license? We're going to give you a ballot. Oh, but I'm going to show up at the local uh, pollster instead. Well, you know, we'll work that out later. You could vote in that day, but, you know, here's your ballot as well. You might get COVID. You might get sick that day. You might not have ID. We know how you people are. You don't have a kinkos near you. So here's a, yeah, just mail this in. Yeah, oh, it even has a stamp on it. Yeah, we approved that too. Remember who got you here? Yeah, that's what's happening. They're overloading the entire system in their favor. And they're calling us the idiots. 755, or they're calling us even much worse than that. They're calling us nefarious. We're racist. Jeepers. 755-1240 is the number. So anyway, I hope I answered uh, Duff's question. Yeah, I did post that about, about SU. You know, you look at a team like uh, bad loss there for the Buffalo Bills starting off the season. There was a lot of emotion down there in Jersey. You know, and then, you know, what's-his-face hobbles off the field. And, uh, you know, and Josh, ha- jo- Josh Hamilton, whatever his name is, Josh, J- Jim, J- whatever the frig his name is, he has a bad, bad day. He stood up. And he had two great, but they didn't just win. They annihilated their, their competitors the, the next two games. They just destroyed them. Now, again, Washington is a crappy team, but they went down there and they manhandled them. They're not going to be, there are no pushovers by any means. So that's exactly what Schrader and his team were supposed to do against Army at the Dome. But instead, what's his face there? The coach decides, no, 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 we don't want this hurt. This, this isn't a ranked team. We don't want Schrader get a, getting a broken ankle, you know, trying to get things done. And as as they as it turns out, they need Schrader to win the game. They don't have a they don't have a running back. Ugh. What do you think? You got Larry Zonka on the team? You got Schrader. That is it. He is, and I tell you what, that guy's going to go in the first round. Is he a senior? I don't know, but he looks impressive. He really, truly does. 755-1240 if you want to reach out to me, by all means. I was looking at the headlines. Uh, Jeff often talks about, uh, this is the first time I've actually analyzed this, but we have this uh, system here. It's called a, uh, well, it's our online streaming uh, numbers in front of me. It's in real time. And uh, all this listeners five hours ago. And uh, newest listeners, yes, I did, Joe, Joe, Joe Dudley. I just, I got to answer this question. Yes, I did. 
Just got a little business here, folks. Sorry. Got to make sure the client is taken care of. So what what it says here is uh, current listeners, 140. Oldest listener has been on for five hours. Newest listener got on a minute and a half ago. Uh, we have someone listening. And I know this. I, every now and then I'll get an email from our friend in Australia. And not only is this person in Australia, they're in the southern tip of Australia. Uh, someone also from Belgium. We got two from the West Coast, one up in, I believe, Oregon or Washington, the other in California. Some in the Midwest. So, uh, yeah, this is a popular little show here in Watertown, New York. Not many of these shows exist. I've said this before. I'll say it again and again. We pick on, of course, Jim Levin, the communist. No, just kidding. He just sent me a text. Uh, we pick on him, but at the same time, he is the uh, one of the few you know, independent operators that allow a show like this. Uh, this show would ne- would be forbidden across town because it's it goes against you know the, the 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 you know the laws of Jesus Christ and you can't say the word hell over there so that wouldn't happen you know on their on their transmitters that don't operate and whatnot but that's neither here nor there so uh, the, uh, you, know, you look at the big companies like uh, you know iHeart and whatnot they wouldn't allow this they got some schmuck that's been banging women outside of Rochester now for years getting away with it they have his show simulcast in Rochester and in Syracuse at the same time. And I've listened to it. It's it's vanilla as anything. It's not. It's it's there's not, nothing engaging about it at all. How could you talk about things going on in Syracuse when you're in another city, when you're just trying to be someone else on a national scale and you're not going anywhere? Got to talk about a lot, a lot of stuff. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. What's happening? Uh, I was listening to the hotline today, and SG got on right at the end. Yeah, always. And always. But the whole thing is, could you explain to me what? Joe Biden's grandchildren did for China? Uh, I don't what know. What kind of business did they do for him? I don't know. You tell me. I have no idea. I can't. I can't. Did they do, give him some crayons or what? <laughs> I don't know. What, what's the context here? I'm, I'm missing this. Sorry. sorry. Well, Pure it's, ignorance. It's that uh, the Biden family yeah. syndicate. Even the grandchildren are making money. Oh yeah, well you know you got it, it's it's laundering the money. You got it, you know it's it's a trickle down effect. It's binomics. You know the big guy gets and the yet, money and it sprinkles into the uh, other people's pockets. That's how it works. And the other thing is, is that they say that the border is secured. Yeah, right, right. Why are they sending eight hundred full time military down there if it's secure? Well, are they? I, I didn't even know that. Yeah, when, no, when did, Joe Biden sending eight hundred. Full-time military. Oh, to give them work uh, visas? Regular army. What, to teach them how to drive? Is that what they're going to do? Uh, or are they actually going to, you know... They're going to go down there, and they're going to process Right, process. There you go. So that right. they can come in. Right, right. That, that's that's, that's a good use. That's what they're going to be there for. It's a great use of our military or, or, or National Guard, so they can facilitate them. No, it's not. No, there's the actual army. Oh, army. Well, whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We should, yeah. We should be going army. down there with tanks. We should be going down there with you know grenades and, and prevent them from coming. But we're not doing that. We don't have that mentality. But Joe goes down there and welds the doors on the fence open. Right, exactly. I don't, you know, it, it so is this, insane. This is out of hand. Because you got the the press secretary there that blinks a lot. She drives me nuts. Why does she blink a lot? I've noticed that there's, there's something because called... she's lying. She's lying and she's trying to be impressive. You know, people wear glasses and they're not even... They're, they're, people wear glasses and without prescriptions because it makes them feel more intelligent. Women have a tendency to have what's called vocal fry. She doesn't have it, but a lot of women do. You, have you ever heard of what vocal fry is, sir? 
No. Vocal fry is something when a woman all of a sudden, she'll go, she'll walk. It's kind of like what, what uh, jocks do. You know, the news guy across town will go, hey, everybody, this is the news on TNY. That's not the way you talk. That's what we call puking. But instead, they, oh. the, women, <laughs> women will start thinking that they're more intelligent when they have a little crackle in their voices. So n- let me give you an example. I'll be a woman. Hi, my name is Vanessa. And now you're on a radio show. Hi, my name is Vanessa. And it's a psychological thing that women have attended. Men do it too, but women are more prone to do this. And she's up there with her glitter and her makeup. It's gold. It's blue. I don't know what it is. And she's got the hair that looks like I should put a Christmas bulb on it or something. Yeah. And 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 she's just the biggest thing that she's most impressed with is herself. She's not impressed with the the doocy guy with the with the wheat field on top of his head. Nope. She, she can't stand him, and now she's getting retaliation from other areas where they're supposed to be on her side. So she's getting flustered. But here's my point: she stands there and says the the border is secure. And September, more people cross the border in four weeks than September. It's not even over yet than any other month. And, and yet she stands there and 11, says it's secure. Eleven thousand people came. Mar- Maracas said the same thing on the hill. Yeah, we're secure. And he says, how could you say that? My family's religious. No, you're not. You're, more, you're as, as agnostic as Jim Levin is. There's no way that you give a crap about Christians. There's no way you give a crap about Catholics. You, you look at them as the, as the enemy. Our vice president on 9-11 actually mentions January 6th on 9-11. As yeah, as if that's the new that's that's the new terrorists that are going to storm the cockpits of 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 our airplanes at forty thousand feet and crash into our buildings, that's the way they look at us. And you know what? I see hope because I see the ABC um, uh, survey that you know, Biden all of a sudden's down by ten. Now they they're scrambling and they know you know who they're going to pick. It's going to oh, be yeah. it's no, going to be Newsom. It's Gavin Newsom, and, and other people say it's going to be Michelle Obama who could barely spell her last name. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Sousa went into uh, Princeton to see her thesis that she did back in the early '80s, because that's eminent domain. And uh, he looked at. It, he said it, it was as if someone, like a third grader, wrote it. And, and that that that's a woman who went to Ivy League school, thanks to the Fresh Air Fund. So you know, you know, well, mine is a terrible thing to waste. DeSantis in a, in a debate. All right. Uh, yeah. I, well, DeSantis, unfortunately, it's just start, he, he got into the race too early. He's too young. He's a good guy. I like him a lot, um, but he's just, you know, he, he's, da- he's unfortunately, he's going to become damaged goods the longer he stays in this. But, um, but uh, we know who's going to be the Republican. Is take Newsom out. Uh, yeah, News- but Newsom, I got it. I mean, all you got to do is show a, a video of San Francisco or anything going on in California right now. And yet somehow other people just don't oh, want to see that. And by the way, the interview that he had with Hannity, he destroyed Hannity. Hannity looked like an idiot. He really did. And he's like, no, 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 we're not. We we have a bigger economy than ninety percent of the countries in the world. And he's right. He, he's absolutely right. That doesn't make it a better place to live. Why are the people leaving? Well, they're leaving because they can't afford to. You know, other other than the people making, you know, not just six figures, but big six figures. Many of which are making seven figures can live there. But once you once you create a society like that, people making less than fifty thousand dollars a year, they're the ones that are ultimately going to be pushed out into the streets. And then on top of that, mm-hmm. then you have this whole policy of like, oh, uh, live in downtown Portland. We'll give you a needle. We'll allow you to be a drug addict. Yeah, just come down here. Yeah, it's fine. And they'll come from the hills. They'll come from other states as long as it doesn't oh, snow on them doesn't matter 
So that's that. That's what they created, and unfortunately, that's the climate that a lot of liberal Democrats want, and that's what a lot of uh, uh, so-called Republican conservatives, the rhinos, you know, the Mitt, the Romney Republicans, that's what they allow by looking the other way because they're embarrassed by Trump. That's what I'm afraid of the yeah. most. I really am. But thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. Appreciate your phone yeah, call. Have a good one. You too. Uh, all right, we got to do a break. You uh, you listen to the Live at Five show, and we'll be back. Right after this. Hey, it's Frankie Capura here with FX Capura. And- I have 658-2004. All right, welcome back. Uh, we got uh, about five minutes left in today's show. I was just, uh, last night I saw something posted about the old um, county municipal stadium in Baltimore where the Baltimore Colts and the Orioles played. Orioles are the top of the uh, division. Looks like they're going to be the, uh, they're the team to watch. A uh, good team. Hopefully they'll beat Houston in the playoffs. It's going to be tough. And then ultimately they're going to play uh, Atlanta. Atlanta looks like the team to beat. So um, I, you know, I I love looking at uh, uh, old uh, photos of uh, stadiums back in the day. You know, remembering them, and one of which was, like I said, the one in Baltimore. And it, it always reminded me of uh, Forest Hills, where Forest Hills, uh, you know, the U.S. Open used to be played. It's still there, actually. The actual arena they made it into a nice amphitheater for, for but they don't play the tennis match there. But they used to. And uh, anyway, it, it was in a neighborhood, and Forest Hill is very nice. But it, the municipal stadium, every time they played there, Boog Powell, um, you know, what's his face? Now I'm, forgetting, now I'm losing my mind here. Uh, uh, Earl Weaver, of course, was the manager. Great teams. And they, they had an open field. Uh, in, so in other words, they didn't have grandstands. They did, but they weren't. So you could see that there were neighborhoods by it. It just, it just brought back memories. So I said, I remember the time I was watching a game on NBC, and a, an airplane crashed into the stadium. As it turned out, some guy was, tr- I think he was hauling one of those flags, trying to sell something. And uh, he ran out of gas or something. And the game just ended. And they came back to the desk. And this is back in the days, you know, now you got 30 people in the room and people out in the street. And uh, uh, the sideline w- woman with high heels, and she's still four foot nothing. And she walks away from her people. It's, oh, I'm done with you. And, walk, you know, that type of stuff. That's the way it was then. Back in the 70s, by the way, it was two people. And that was it. I think one of them was Bill Mazur. <laughs> so they go back and say, hey, and they, they have a, what it was surreal. They were like this plane had crashed in the upper deck at the, uh, at the county municipal ballpark. So I posted that picture, went back on Google. It happened in uh, December of 1976. And I, and I posted it. I said, I remember seeing this. And you wouldn't believe the amount of people that appreciated me. Because, you know, most people online, you know, on into this stuff, they're not as old as I am. Or if they are, they just weren't in tune to stuff that mattered. I thought that mattered. A plane crashes into a ball, a, a baseball, a football stadium uh, moments after the game was over. People don't remember that. I don't even know if the pilot died. But I'm just, I just noticed about six or seven people liked it, sent, sent me some thanks, blah, blah, blah. And then I remember another time, this wasn't an airplane, but it was a flying object. My father had season tickets to the Jets games when they were in, he had them in both uh, Shea Stadium and he had them for a couple of years when they were out there at the Meadowlands, but he's, he was tired of driving out there. It was too far. So we, one day he, um, they decided they had this promotion where they were flying these, uh, it, what they would be, call them drones now, but they were uh, radio operated uh, planes and they were flying them around the stadium. One of them was it was a, a lawnmower, a, a lawnmower that you know, like a push lawnmower, and it, it had a, a propeller on it, and it was flying around the stadium at Shea Stadium, and it it it, it got out of hand, 
and, and was flying over the fans. Could you imagine what Osher or anyone would say if something like this happened today? This is, this is in the 70s. And the damn thing went into the crowd and killed somebody. It hit it, the the Jets were playing New England that day, and these two this this guy he was a he was a medical student or something he was that's I forget UMass student he was from the Boston area came down to see the the New England play the Jets here it is minding his own business in the upper deck no one's bothering him and this this flying you know lawnmower you know crashes in on him and and slices him enough where it would kill him I I don't know why I remember this stuff. But it's it's amazing all the craziness that we see today. But we got to remember, there's a lot of crazy things that have happened back in back in time before camera phones, before smartphones. And as it turns out, my my dad, of course, was at the beer line when it happened, and he didn't. He, you know, it was one of the here's, here's the crazy thing about this: it crashed into the stands, multiple people got hurt, and the game continued. <laughs> I mean, now you got this whole, I mean, granted, one of them, we had the Buffalo Bill there, you know, he had a heart attack and, you know, the the whole country shut down after that. And really that affected the Bill's uh, performance for the rest of the season, in my opinion. But nonetheless, it just goes to show that back in the day, if you died at a public event, didn't matter. Life just went on. It was a tragedy. It was a horrible thing. And uh, you could rest assured that an event like that never happened again at any uh, uh, stadium. That's for sure. So anyway, that's a little anecdote about planes crashing into grandstands during a football game. Uh, and that also will conclude uh, today's show. SG's probably waiting for me, but I don't have any time. AM 1240 WATN makes this legal. Up next, CBS News. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. We are now just days away from a possible government shutdown if Congress can't agree to a new spending deal. CBS's Scott McFarland is on Capitol Hill with more on what that could look like. It requires the 